Welcome, Tigris Moshe A to Z. Today we're doing our Thanksgiving episode where we'll look at Kuvot that Rav Moshe wrote relating to celebrating Thanksgiving. Uh, he wrote a number of Kuvot, one from 1963, which sort of glancingly relates to this topic, and then three in 1981 about having a Thanksgiving meal and celebrating Thanksgiving. So the one in 1963 is from Evan Ezer 213, and it's actually fascinating. It's a couple of related topics, uh, starting with Bidava Rikude Ta'arovet, relating to mixed dancing. So it just goes to show you Thanksgiving and everything else leads to mixed dancing. Um, and at the end, he deals with can you make a type of a simcha, a party on their holidays and other types of related questions. So in one paragraph out of this diverse topic, he deals with the question not about having a Thanksgiving meal, but he deals with the question about can you schedule a simcha like a wedding or a bar mitzvah or a birthday party or whatever it might be, and you want to schedule it on a um, religious holiday of the non-Jews. Let's say you want to schedule it on Christmas because that's a time that people are off and that people can come. So Rav Moshe says, look, if you were to do a simcha on a religious holiday uh, because you wanted to celebrate the religious holiday, that would be obviously a clear violation of uh, participating in the holidays of other religions, which is Yom Edehem, the beginning of Avodah Zarah. But if you're doing it because that's just a convenient day, so he says, maybe that's a problem of Marzayan. People will see that you had your birthday party on Christmas, or you had your bar mitzvah on Christmas, and they'll say, oh, maybe you're just having a, you're doing a type of a Christmas celebration. Uh, he says maybe, because it seems that people won't really suspect that. The context will be clear. And then he, and he also says that if clearly you didn't have a choice what day to do it, it was like a bris, then obviously you do it on whichever day that it falls out. Anyway, then he ends by saying, v'yom rishon mishan ashalahem v'chein Thanksgiving, spelled tet ayin nun kuf samech dash, gimel yud vavav yud nun gimel, Thanksgiving, he says, Ain lesser Medina. There, there's really no problem having a bar mitzvah, having a wedding on that day, and so on. Why? Because he says it's a problem to concern about doing it on a religious holiday. These are New Year's and Thanksgiving are not religious holidays, they're secular holidays, so it's really not such an issue. There, he's not talking about actually having a Thanksgiving meal, but what he does demonstrate is that he recognizes, and what's clear is that he recognizes that it's not a religious holiday. It's interesting that he thinks New Year's is not a religious holiday, and New Year's definitely does have its roots in uh, the Christian religion and connected to Christmas, but that's not our topic for now. So many years later, almost 20 years later, in 1981, he wrote three chuvot, all on the topic of celebrating Thanksgiving and having a Thanksgiving meal. The first one is in Orchayim 520, subsection 6, with the topic, Thanksgiving. Can you make a meal, a special Thanksgiving meal, which is the day of giving thanks of non-Jews in America? And he says, he repeats what he said in the earlier Kuva about having some other event on that date. And then he says like this, he says, but to make a special celebration for the honor of Thanksgiving, that definitely is forbidden. But look, I've already said it's not a religious holiday. So the problem here is not participating in a religious holiday. And then he acknowledges that, look, the people at the time might have been religious and given thanks in a religious context, but that does not mean that it was established by the religious leaders and that its identity for future generations is that of a religious holiday. At the end of the day, it's a secular holiday that people will say their religious thanks, but it's a secular holiday. So therefore, it's not a problem of 
Yom Aid and religious holidays. What is the problem? So he says, the problem is that It's about going in the ways of non-Jews. And this is a prohibition of which says that even when it's not a direct form of religious participation, something that is really an identity marker connected to non-Jewish society is something that we are not allowed to do. Now, there's a lot of debate about what the parameters of that are, because obviously if you define that um, very broadly, it means you really have to segregate yourself in so many ways, dress, language, different types of activities and behaviors and norms from the larger world. And if you define that very narrowly, then you can completely integrate into the larger world. And in a certain way, I have said in another context that one could almost say that the the whole debate or the whole line that defines the difference between modern Orthodox and Haredi society is a function, halachic and attitudinal, about how narrowly or broadly one defines b'chukoseim. And there's no question that the Haredi and yeshivish community feel that it is completely forbidden to celebrate Thanksgiving because by celebrating Thanksgiving, um, one is really sort of asserting an identity as an American. And I think a lot of us feel that there's not a contradiction between an American and a Jewish identity. But I think that uh, many in that community feel that there is and that that is therefore forbidden because of B'chukosehem. So how does Rav Moshe feel about this? So Rav Moshe here says it is forbidden because of B'chukosehem. Why? Because it's Hevel V'shtus Ba'alma. It's a type of a holiday that makes no sense. And that's one of the defining characteristics of B'chukoseim, that it's an arbitrary practice. Why is this arbitrary? We'll see about that in a later tshuva, but this is where he says here, it's forbidden, um, which is very consistent with the yeshivish world. However, in the next paragraph, he diverges from an extreme position, and he says, what happens about eating turkey? And if I'm just hungry and there's a turkey turkey roll in my fridge, can I make myself a turkey sandwich on Thanksgiving? So he says that, of course, you can do. Because, you know, for non-Jews, it's not like if they're not having a Thanksgiving meal. Like, you imagine a non-Jew that couldn't make it to a Thanksgiving meal, and he says, you know, oh, but I should go ahead and have a turkey sandwich, so that way I'll fulfill my obligation of Thanksgiving. So much says that doesn't make any sense. And therefore, it's not forbidden for Jews to act that way. Now, why is he bothering to say that? That would all seem pretty obvious to us. Because he says, But somebody who says that this is forbidden to even just have like a turkey sandwich, and that's not just a Bichukoseim problem. It's a problem of participating in an idolatrous type of a ritual, that this is like a religious holiday, and assuming Christianity is Avodazara, which is the general assumption. So that's clearly an extreme type of rhetoric or halachic position that is coming from the more Haredi community, and maybe it was meant rhetorically, or maybe it was meant really halachically, but Rav Moshe treats it as a halachic statement and says that it is completely wrong. He says, Lo First of all, this person doesn't know what he's talking about, because that is not the reality of what the practice of eating, there's no ritual of eating turkey outside of having a Thanksgiving meal. And number two, this person said that it was a Hargval Yavur, again, which might reflect that it's more of a rhetorical thing about making very high barriers in terms of one relating to the larger American society. And Rav Moshe says, not only did you not understand what eating turkey is about, he says, you don't understand the laws of because even food connected to Avodah is more in the category of forbidden foods than it is in the category of Avodah which is a fascinating halachic 
conceptual question, not for our issue. Anyway, so here of Moshe is not as extreme. He pushes against this rhetoric slash halachic position that it's a vodzara, that's yihag yavor. But nevertheless, he says, don't have a Thanksgiving meal. But in the very last sentence, he says, and you know what? But even this problem of is not so black and white. So he leaves the door open. And then in two other two vote written later that year, a few months later, he explores this open door. Both of these are from 1981. They're printed back to back in Yerdea 4, numbers 11 and 12. In number 11, he says, he repeats the idea that this is not a religious holiday and that this is, and because it's not a religious holiday, here comes the punchline. He says, it's also something that is done because it's something done as a way of rejoicing in the privileges and the bounty of being living in America. And this, as we know, is a central theme of Rav Moshe that we've explored earlier, that Rav Moshe says that we have a profound sense of gratitude towards America and to act responsibly and in terms of our civic duty. So one would think that Thanksgiving exactly is that. And I think Rav Moshe totally identifies with the values of Thanksgiving. The question is, is it going a little too far in terms of owning our uh, identity as an American. So here, and that's, I think, exactly what the struggle is that he's dealing with here. And here he says, you know what? Maybe it's okay. Maybe it is allowed. He says, as long as you don't do it as a regular, obligatory type of a thing, you want to do it this year, you were invited, you, you said, hey, let's do Thanksgiving, why not? That's okay. He says, You can actually make a Thanksgiving meal and have turkey. There's no problem with that. He says, Just don't do it as a sense of an obligation, a mitzvah. Don't treat it religiously. And I have to say, this is how I was brought up. Like, we had Thanksgiving meals every year, but sort of as offhand Thanksgiving meals, not as a religious sense. As an American, we must be doing Thanksgiving. And Rav Moshe says, as long as you don't do it that way, one can understand that that's also not giving primacy to one's American identity from that perspective. And from the halachic perspective, is this really b'chukoseyem? It's a type of a practice that is makes sense, that we can identify with, that isn't rooted in avodazara. So as long as you don't treat it religiously, it's really not a problem b'chukoseyem. Now, what would it mean to treat it religiously? Ramosha says, look, you know, there's not a problem of doing it one year and then doing it the next, you know, because you wanted to do it for a few years in a row. He says, but don't do it like every year. and Don't do it out of a sense of obligation. Um, that would really be the problem. So in this tshuva, he actually is much more allowing and perhaps recognizing both the competing senses of like our relationship to America, our strong sense of gratitude. He is more open to the larger society. He doesn't feel you have to build very, very tall walls. Maybe he recognizes that a lot of serious modern Orthodox Jews do Thanksgiving. It was known that Rav Soloveitchik did a Thanksgiving meal every year. And at the same time, he is concerned about not becoming too American and maybe trying to strike this balance here in a slightly different place where he struck it in the previous tshuva, where he said it was totally forbidden, but you can have a turkey sandwich. In the final tshuva that deals with this, the immediate next one, number 12, um, he gets into a longer discussion about what his doubts are, whether this falls under Behukoseim, what his actual technical halacha concerns are. We're not going to go into that right now. Hopefully we'll do another series on Rav Moshe's definition and application of the principle of Behukoseim more broadly. Um, but again, the question about if it's narrow or broad has a lot to do with how high or low the barriers we make between us and the larger society. What I do want to read briefly is that in his 
discussion of Bechukosehem, he says that one of the things that would point in that direction, that something could be a problem, is if it's a practice that is not based on any good obvious reason. Now, of course, why should Thanksgiving fall under that? Um, it seems to be based on a very good reason, you know, gra- gratitude for the bounty of America at the time, gratitude that we have as Americans. So Rav Moshe goes into a whole little history lesson about why he thinks that this was not a good enough reason to have Thanksgiving. And his basic point is that this was linked to a historical event, and the historical event really was not a significant historical event. So what if at one time the pilgrims ate turkey and made this meal? Whether that event had happened at that time or not, America would have been settled and it wouldn't have made a difference. There's no reason to commemorate this event because this event wasn't critical in the finding and the settling of America and the success of the colonies and so on. And here's just a few lines that he says. This was not a big deal about the settling of America. And number one, he said there was plenty of food at that time. Even then, there was a land of bounty. With such a land of plenty, you know, amber ways of grain, purple mountains, majesty. There was so much there. So it was not a big deal that they uh, survived the winter. Actually, Rav Moshe seems to think that the story was they ran out of food, but they were able to find turkeys to eat, (laughs) which is an interesting version of the story. He also seems to not be aware that how early settlements actually did die out, and it was not so uh, prosperous, at least for the the pilgrims initially. But he says one way or the other, it wasn't a big deal what happened, and it certainly is not an event to commemorate. America would have been settled without this. So he says, Even if that whole event event had not happened, we would have settled America. And therefore, it's not really uh, significant for future generations, this one event. It's really fascinating that Rav Moshe relates his understanding of why Thanksgiving was established. He spoke earlier about it's important to know the facts, you know, and he certainly has the basic story, although maybe some of the nuances. And it's also fascinating that he uses this as a basis to say that this could be a problem because of the way that that it's the historical event itself was not significant. And of course, a normal reaction would be, who cares if the historical event was significant? The holiday makes a lot of sense. And why do we need it to be linked to a particular meaningful historical event? But uh, anyway, within this part of the argument to try to present why it should be a problem, this is the this is how he tells this story, and this is the way he frames why this might be seen as arbitrary. But of course, at the end of the day, as we said, this really links to deep values towards America that Rav Moshe identifies with. Because Rav Moshe does not sort of see himself at the modern orthodox end of the spectrum, or neither at the other extreme end of the Haredi end of the spectrum that closes off to the larger part of America, and he finds himself open and appreciative about uh, what America has done and willing to a certain degree to embrace one's American identity, he comes out with a more moderate position, not saying that it's forbidden, totally, maybe it's forbidden, maybe you shouldn't do it, and if you do it, don't do it religiously. Um, and uh, and this, I think, really is a great tshuva which reflects where Rav Moshe sort of stood um, in general and his relationship to America in particular. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for listening to Igris Moshe A to Z with Rabbi Dov Linzer. This podcast is brought to you three times a week by Shivat Chovevei Torah. Don't forget to subscribe and check out yctorah.org to learn more.